Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? It's Kyra Montero, man. Y'all here on the Kyra Montero Show. Episode number six, man. Got a special guest, man. The young homie Matthew Monroe, CEO of Maddie Prince. Been around for about a year here, man, in Indiana. And, uh, man, I just heard some good things about this young fella, so we're going to give him a round of applause. Definitely deserve that, man. So, what's good, man? What's up, boss? Doing all right? I'm, I'm good, bro. Trying to trying to take it a day at a time, moment by moment. That's all you can do, man. You have a dynamic life story in general, and I don't even want to waste no time. I want to I want to dive into that. You so you you born and raised here, man, in Indiana. Tell us what that was like growing up. Man, grew up on Southside Boot Street. <laughs> um, so I'm sure you know how that can go. Southside. Ah, um, <laughs> uh, no, man. It was uh, it was some good days, man. It was some bad days, but we made it through it. Okay, that's that's what's up, man. You, you, you had some even past growing up. You've had some some things that you've been blessed to to live through. You know, you you dealt with a major car wreck. You you battled cancer. Um, as much as you're willing to elaborate, um, tell people about going through that and and just coming out of that and still being here because that's that's crazy. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I like to tell people that uh, how people like to bring up how they have nine lives. Um, how I've definitely used up two of them. Um, <laughs> Uh, colon cancer, uh, 2016, man, I was 21 years old. Mm. Um, one night I was hanging out with a couple of buddies, tossing back a couple of beers and I started to get sick. It wasn't like the normal, it wasn't a normal like partying sick. So I ended up going home, man. About three days later, I was up in Fort Wayne on my deathbed, man. They were shoving tubes down my throat and a couple, a couple days after that, they were telling me that it was cancer. Uh, a couple of days after that, they're like surgery, chemotherapy. Um, but I mean, eight, 10 months later, man, I, I was done. I was good to go. So, I mean, it was a, it was a traumatic experience, but it was a blessing for it to come and go as fast as it did. You, you, and yeah, man, hey man, round of applause for the, for the blessing, bro. For you to be alive, man, God definitely got, got a mission for you, man. I, I like, so you've been cancer free you've been in remission since what 2017 or late 2016 how how it yeah it was late 2016 um i want to say right about august um august september that area it was good to go man yeah man you you've been blessed so how was how how has your outlook on life changed since then cuz that's normally men don't do with things like that until they get older at times, colon cancer, prostate, you know, stuff like yeah. that. 21? 21. So it was, it was the, my colon, the colon, um, the, the doctor for the, the colon cancer. I was the youngest person by 14 years um, that he had had with that specific cancer. Mm. My grandpa was in his late 60s when he was diagnosed with colon cancer. So it was definitely a first. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard here, you know, somebody being on their deathbed at 21 from colon cancer. 
Yeah, man. You de- you definitely blessed, and you've dealt with. You said a, a head on, uh, car, collision with car yeah, in a car man. wreck. So so, how how was it living through that? That's that's it's it crazy. Was, uh, I uh I had to learn how to write. Had to re had to learn how to use this hand, man. I I was stuck in a chair for like four months. Couldn't even lay in the bed next to my wife, man. Couldn't even give her cuddles, you know, like simple stuff like that. It uh, walking with the uh, first started with the the actual walker with the four legs. Then I went to the the cane. Then I, you know, but now I'm back at work, Walmart DC. I work out there full time still, and I'm running one thirties with the big dogs. So it's a blessing, man. That's that's dope. And when when did that? When did that accident take place? Was that before or after dealing with the cancer? That was that was after that happened uh twenty twenty, the winter of twenty twenty. So okay, so that's more recent. Mm-hmm. Man. That, that's rough. So you've been through since twenty one, you just turned twenty six, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're twenty six now. So just in your twenties you've dealt with two life-threatening situations like when you wake up and and move on a day-to-day basis how like how does that shape you know your outlook on life because stuff like that got to change you right it does man it it, every day i wake up i I tell myself i gotta get it done i gotta get the job done whether it's getting the job done for my wife whether it's getting job done for my younger siblings whether it's getting the job done for my mom um because i don't have any kids Okay. Um, it's just that you you never know what could happen. I was on my lunch break at work when the wreck happened for a day that I came into work early. Mm. So I would have originally been on my lunch break about 9 p.m., but I came into work two hours early, so I was on my lunch break at 7 p.m. So I could argue that, oh, me putting the extra foot out there and trying to get the job done is what put me in that situation. Mm-hmm. But I like to argue that that's just a prime example of why you always, you got to keep grinding no matter what, man. Yeah, man. I, I definitely, definitely agree with that. And so I would say that those things had to, had to inspire you to start your business, Maddie's Print. And, you know, this show originally wasn't created to be based on entrepreneurship and business, but majority of the guests, pretty much all the guests up until this point have either owned businesses or it's centered around business stuff. And so I'm intrigued by young entrepreneurs, man. And I think it's very important for the innovation of, of communities and culture to see young business owners, man. So, Tell us about your business. Tell us, I mean, go into it. Like, why did you get into it? Why did you choose the type of business? How did you get it? Like, tell just tell the people about about your business. Okay. Uh, Maddie's Prince LLC. Um, we are a small print shop that's dreaming big. Um, we offer everything from apparel. Um, we can get you business cards done. Um, we can bring memorial items um to you um everything from t-shirts to mugs we can also help with signage um for businesses that can include banners billboards um yard signs 
uh, decals for your vehicles, uh, magnet or permanent adhesive. Um, we, we offer lots of different services. If we can't get it done, we got friends in the business that we can outsource from. Um, so no job is too big. No job is too small. Um, the reason we started the print business um, was mainly to provide custom apparel on a professional level. Okay. Um, I was having trouble um, getting a hat, man. Honestly, I wanted a hat with a, a cancer symbol on it. Okay. And I could not get one. Nowhere. Not not one that I wanted. Not one that I liked. So I was like, man, there needs to be somebody out here that can make this happen. Well, there was, but I just I couldn't find anybody that I wanted to get the job done. So I decided, man, I'm going I'm to get this job done myself. At the same time, I knew that with my past, I didn't want to punch a clock for the rest of my life. I didn't want to have to worry about, oh, boss, hey, I'm sick again. I got cancer again. What what can you do for me? I didn't want to ask a, a boss, hey, am I allowed to take this leave so I can go get my body back together, you know? So I decided I got to, man, I got to start. I got to figure out a way to make some money. I got to, what can I do to help me get to that self-employed role, um, which is one of my main goals is become self-employed. Um, and so I decided to link the two together, and I brought my first machine. Hey, man, we got to give him a round of applause on that, man. You, so, just like a lot of people, things that you went through in your life and is how you ended up to this point as a as a business owner. There, there are a lot of people who are starting apparel lines and a lot of different things that are merchandise-related and you're, you're supplying the services for these kind of businesses. How much space do you think it is for, for people to have apparel? Because just like hip-hop, just like, you know, YouTube and content creating and a lot of different kind of other creative businesses, it seems to be oversaturated, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like everybody, <laughs> you know, got some kind of, clothing line or apparel line that they're trying to start up why why do you think that is man i think at the beginner level um i think it's a very easy business to get into um it's the startup cost is pretty cheap um you can get a vinyl cutter and a heat press for just a couple hundred bucks really yep um and and i mean so it doesn't take a lot to get started um, when you look into like the embroidery machines, though, and like the the large format printers, you can get into some pricey things. Um, but I think even for like at home on the small level, um, for like uh, like mothers that uh, stay at home moms that want to make a little extra buck, it's a easy way for them to make that happen. Um, but I think what could what what will differ me. Um, from the mother small businesses as well is the type of off like the the services we plan to offer, um, but overall, man, it's just honestly, it's it's not that hard to get into. But at the same time, how many people out there in the in our city got kids? How many of them kids have birthdays every year that are going to want a specialized shirt for the first twelve years of their life? You know, mm. that's a specialized T shirt they want every year. For each kid in that school, not including all their baseball teams, all their, all the the customizable football helmets. So there's stuff. There's there's definitely numbers out there. So, 
I'm sure when it comes to what you do to get great at it mm-hmm. and to be able to, you know, get bigger as you're, as you're doing in real time, there has to be a skill set, right? There has, there has to be some, you have to master what you do. And so you said anybody can go buy, you know, vinyl presses or whatever it is for that industry. But what, what separates, you know, the high talented companies versus people who, who really don't know what they're doing and just doing it for the money. I'm sure there's a skill to what you do. What and, and you know, kind of describe that. Absolutely, man. So like especially when it comes to the the bigger brands and the bigger businesses, there's a there's a quality aspect. You might be able to go to someone and pay for a twelve dollars per shirt, you know, but they also might be giving you I won't put the brand out there because I don't want to tarnish any names yeah, in the future, yeah, but sure. they might give you that extremely basic T-shirt that they got from the Wally World, and they might be using that vinyl that might come off after two, three washes. Mm. So not only do you got to make sure you're getting quality material from somebody, you also want to make sure that that person cares. You want to make sure that that person is going to put in the extra time, they have the patience and the knowledge um, and the skill sets to make that happen. Um, from someone that has the designing experience um, to make make the designs exactly how you need them, to tweak them, any editing that you need to get done. Um, there's there's definitely a skill level, um, and I think that that gap can get it, – it's hard to close sometimes um, if you don't know what you're looking for. So do you need to be artistic to get into what you do, like being able to draw and do the graphic designs? Yes, 100%, 100%. Okay. So so you can so you yourself you're creative in in art some kind of way? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when it comes to there's a lot of designing you got to do on that computer, man. You got to be patient as well. Is um, that Photoshop or is that another kind of software? Uh Photoshop, uh, Adobe Illustrator. Okay. Um, some pretty high-tech stuff on there. Okay. I'm I'm familiar with some of the Adobe products. Okay, that yeah, because in in, in episode three, like I mean, you talked about that identifying the skill set and then turning it into a learned skill set. People don't want to put the time to become great at something. You know what I mean? I do many things, but like one thing I specialize in is audio engineering. And it's like somebody can have a laptop and go buy a startup studio bundle for three hundred. But it don't mean your record going to sound like a Drake record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't mean you're going to sound like Beyonce or some of these other other people out here. So I, I think that at whatever people do, there's, there's always a skill set that separates the boys from the, from the men. So it, it's interesting to hear you talk about the designing part because when it comes to doing search for people, you don't hear people emphasize the... Mm-hmm. The designing part and that kind of technique. So let's say if somebody already has, let's say if I come to you and I already have a logo done, I want you to put my company logo on the shirt and sauce it up even more than what it is. Do you still further design something like that, or do you kind of just throw it on there? You know how how does that work when somebody already has something already already done? If so using Adobe Illustrator, you can take designs, um, you can tweak them, you can add to them. 
Um, you, you can do a lot with that. So my main goal is to give you what you want. If you want your design slightly tweaked or if I have any recommendations that I can give you, I might make a separate file, make those edits up, and then offer it to you like, hey, this is potential. See if you like that. See if you don't. All you, The worst you can do is say no. Um, in my past experiences, people have been really ecstatic. Um, I've taken some pretty basic logos and do a something simple as taking their very plain green leaf and adding a leaf with texture mm. and making it look 100% more professional. Um, so we we do offer um, editing services, yeah. That's what's up, man. And I, I think what you do is needed. You know, you have companies around that do it, but it's a big world out here, and it's space for it's space for everybody to eat. And and for young entrepreneurs, I'm gonna ask you. Then I've I've asked other people this, but everybody answers different. For young entrepreneurs or any entrepreneur at that point who's on the fence, you know, and and scared to. Lots of their vision, lots of their business. What what would you do to encourage people to take that leap of faith and and start executing? You know, bringing their dreams to reality. What made me take that leap um, and decide that uh, I wanted to drop the LLC is I was late to work one day, man. That might sound crazy, <laughs> but I was late to work one day, about like five minutes, and uh, it just was an eye-opener, man. Um, but no, seriously, if if you think, if, if you're already doing it as a hobby, um, and it's already something that you're, you're, you're making money with, and you're, you're not sure, like if it, that's the next step that you could need to do, just take a quick Google search. And search what you do. Search search your business. Whether it's cutting grass four or five yards a week or something, something small. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe you uh, do wood burning. Or, or, or I don't know. Maybe you fold gloves, not gloves, the balloons up for like as a clown. But whatever it is, man, search it on Google. And I bet you on the first three pages, you find 40 businesses that do that successful businesses it's going to be proof right there that it can be done so then why can't you do it drive down the bypass you might see you might see a food truck or you might see a big business that that started out as a food truck or started out in their garage you might see a hairstylist that did hair in her kitchen for two three years before she opened up her her shop you know so you might be a guy like Ron Morrell that cut grass for a living. Now he got people riding scooters around town. <laughs> so <laughs> crazy, man. It's crazy how people how people come up, you know, I think I'm real big on people taking leaps of faith. Cause I think that that's that's real important, man. Well, I think this has been an, an effective interview. It ain't, you know, it hasn't been super long, but I think sometimes you can pack in a lot of a lot of things, man. Is there, is there anything else that you do want to highlight and, and and talk about? 
Uh, the only thing I would probably add is what we were just talking about as well. I'm taking a leap of faith for for less than I want to say less than three hundred dollars, man. You can go to a bank and get your LLC license done, file paperwork done in mind. So I think that's really something people should keep in mind. Speaking on that too, when it comes to LLCs, you know you got companies like LegalZoom and all of that. As long as you know the terminology, you can go through. We're in Indiana, but what whatever state that you're at, you can file an LLC. It's not hard. Not at all. It it is it is a little more complicated than setting up a Facebook account. It man, it took me roughly two hundred some dollars in like fifteen minutes, and I was done. It's easy, and and that's the thing. You anybody can go get an LLC. That's that's not running a business. No, running a business is waking up. Every day, you know, having a plan and trying to execute that plan. I work seven days a week. Seven. Three at Walmart. Well, I work more days at home than I do at my day job. And that's how you're going to get it done. And that's why you're going to scale, man. For sure, man. Well, hey, bro, I appreciate you coming through, man. Maddie's print. Hey, where can they follow you on social media, by the way? Maddie's Prince LLC on all social media platforms. Is there a website that y'all or or just all social media right now? We are about fifty percent done, and the website will be maddiesprincellc.com. dot com. So we definitely gonna shout that shout that out, man. And y'all make sure that y'all check him out. What he does is necessary, um, and I'm sure you do stuff for businesses, people, whatever. So. Yeah, man. And I'm going to have to get some stuff made through them, too. So, all right, man. That's episode six. We out this thing.